you fucking give me tea out of a microwave? Yeah. Which is weird for me. Never had it before. First time experience. No. No. I, I, it's just a means to an end. We pulled it and then went away for an hour and then expected to come back and it'd be yeah. warm. Well, they say you can't microwave things twice. Why? Bacteria. Tea. <laughs> I don't know about tea, but they don't, used to say don't it about warm the um, water up. Like, like pasta. You can't microwave pasta twice. But most things, it's that whole you can't freeze it more than once or something. If it's if you freeze it and then thaw it out, don't freeze it again or something. Is that yeah yeah? But then there is also don't microwave it twice, which is why this is what I was taught in my I've restaurant never career. Heard that. It's probably absolutely true, but I've never paid any I don't attention it. to it. They also say you should never freeze pasta. Like, never freeze rice, never freeze this, never freeze whatever. I always freeze rice. Yeah. You, you, just, you shouldn't. You're a bad boy. You're a rebel. <laughs> rebel without a cause. Well, I know about the rice thing, because, like, there's... On the case of the rice, there's, like, bacteria or, like, eggs of something. Arsenic or something. There's something, some kind of parasite, and they hatch at a certain temperature, and it's during the cooling process. And so once you've boiled it, if you want to freeze it or fridge it or whatever, you have to cool it immediately. So, like, dump it in cold yeah, water. something like that. But if you let it cool, it's in that process that they all hatch. But if you leave it to its own devices, it'll get out of hand very thing, quickly. It's all bollocks. Like we've all had. Well, it's not. It's not bollocks. I'm sure people have gotten very ill from whatever the fuck it is that's wrong with it. But apparently, it's arsenic poisoning. I've eaten day-old Chinese so many times. Yeah, like yeah. just rice from the fridge. But you haven't microwaved it like three. Because that's the thing. They say that you shouldn't microwave things twice, and that restaurants, like takeaway Chinese, most of their stuff is assumed to be microwaved. Right, because they probably cook it and then freeze it or whatever. So you, therefore, you should never microwave takeaway. It's like, nah, I do that all the time. Yeah, I'm a yeah. We live on the edge, Steve. Yeah, from out here, <laughs> dangerous. Everything quick gets put into perspective. Yeah, like protests. Yeah. If we <laughs> okay. were going to protest. We were going to protest like Assan did this week. Assan, you know Assan? It's mm. the reverse of NASA, so you know they're serious. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't. <laughs> that's, that's why they named their their. their uh, they did a protest in space, right? Because that's. Where the audience is, right? If you want to get a message across, yeah, put it in a weather balloon and uh, just launch it into the sky and then aliens will know what we're talking about. Yeah. Especially if you make a very concise protest speech. They sent up a tweet. Into space? Yes. They sent a tweet a to space? out of a tweet. All right. To Donald Trump, so you know. They, they know <laughs> who to protest against. And it said, look at that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Like, why? Why, why? Why? What? <laughs> There's a story behind it. It doesn't help the protests in any way. It doesn't sound like it does. Um, the reason they wrote this on their tweet was because Apollo 14 astronaut Edgar Mitchell, the sixth person to ever walk on the moon, once said, and I quote, From out there on the moon, international politics look so petty. You want to grab a politician by the scruff of the neck and drag him a quarter of a million miles out and say, Look at that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so they just tweet. I see right <laughs> so oh, they're okay. quoting someone who isn't memorable yeah but did achieve a great thing right but nobody knows who he is yep took a quote from a quote that nobody knows of yeah put it on a tweet for some reason in put it on a weather balloon 90,000 feet into the sky yeah and then like photo filmed it for two and a half hours going around the earth <laughs> <laughs> this is a great use of funds <laughs> we're really we're really protesting yeah <laughs> Look at that, you son of a bitch! I thought it was like maybe there's a whole revival of flat Earth arguments now. Oh, for after whatever the basketball reason. player, because yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always been loads of it, but um, yeah, there's been 
extra amounts Sorry. of them recently. So I thought that's, that's what they right. were protesting against. Right. Was like, look at this round earth, you son of a bitch. Yeah. But it's like, no, it's just <laughs> telling Donald Trump to look at earth. The thing is, though, like, I'm like, flat earth people are mental. But if you show someone a picture of earth and say, look, it's round... That's not really showing them anything. Well, they want you to think because it it's 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 flat. It's a two D image. <laughs> yeah. I can give you a three D image. That's just made up of a load of two D images. That's oh. how dimensions work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, he obviously did see it because he then dropped a mini nuclear device on a cave. Who did? S- Donald Trump. Oh right, the, a cave. The, yeah, something like um, in Afghanistan. There's loads of terrorists in caves, so they decided to bomb all the caves. With 11 tonnes of TNT. Uh, which <laughs> That's a bit wily Coyote. It's the largest bomb that's been dropped apart from the nuclear and atom bombs. <laughs> like, there's just, like, it's massive. There's loads of footage of it. And it's they can't drop it out the bottom of the plane. Like, it has its own yeah. parachute. Like, it ejects itself out the rear of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and then drops and kills lots and lots and lots of people. It's fucking weird. Uh, it's just... We've levelled all of your towns. Uh, so, towns. so now that you're in caves, we're gonna we're gonna bomb the caves as well. <laughs> Hang on, there's a hole in that mountain. Yeah. Let's level the mountain. Yeah. Don't worry, they'll appreciate us for this. <laughs> Can you confirm the bodies? No. Why? Well, they're under a rubble of mountain. <laughs> <laughs> the cave collapsed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> were the people in there? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> were they bad guys? Oh yeah. Only yeah, bad people. Yeah, in yeah. Caves. You can bad guys. Look, look at all these all this acme equipment. Especially around Easter, which wasn't like Jesus famous for being buried <laughs> in a cave. The famous Donald Trump Afghani egg hunt. <laughs> <laughs> just just blow up the eggs. But wasn't that like for some reason they put Jesus's body in a cave, mm. put a boulder or um, a Moab missile? Yeah, in front and of then the on cave. the Monday they blew up the stone. <laughs> 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 they they threatened nuclear warfare, and he just came back. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus was like, "All right, all right, I'm here. Okay, I'm not dead. I think I heard my doorbell it was- <laughs> <laughs> as it flew into the stratosphere." <laughs> yeah, Moab missile. Apparently, it's called Moab. Moab. Got up well, Americans in poetry. Yeah. The only poet I know from America <laughs> speaks like this. Thank you for the award. I don't want it. <laughs> but I'll take it in a weird fucked up way. <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> Did <it>. Moab. <laughs> Shelter from the Moab. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why you would want to protest in space other than the fact that it's a massive PR stunt. But uh, it feels like a weird Is it thing. A protest to... in space if there's nobody there. Uh, well, you know. like I wouldn't make a like if I put a sign outside, I wouldn't say, "Look at that protest." If a tweet like... floats in space <laughs> and no one's around to retweet it, is it really protesting? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah just, like it's, it's weird to be like, "This is what I believe in." Attach it to a balloon and just let go of it. Yeah. <laughs> You're meant to, like, hold on to your beliefs. It would have been a real protest if all the protesters were hanging from the balloon. <laughs> no. If you love it, let it go. <laughs> let astronauts deal with it. <laughs> yeah, they do. Have you seen this protest? <laughs> back up, back up. 
<laughs> Things are getting violent. I think there's a black guy in there. <laughs> oh, f- did you see the kid? The, what the, uh, one of the Kardashians did an advert for Pepsi, mm. and people went apeshit. They did because there was a small part of it that represented an image, and if you take that image out of context. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, well, like, this is the most stupidly racist thing anything could have ever the done. The thing is, it's, it's kind of cheesy immediately because you've got massive corporations taking part in human rights protests. However, I thought it was very accurate as far as, like, the actual protest that went on. Because if you look at the advert, you don't really know what they're protesting for. <laughs> it's just people walking in the so street playing just, the cello. Yeah, so it, it, it's actually pretty real to life. Yeah, and the big thing was, during... Uh, I'm going to sound ignorant because I am. Um, a big racial protest, I believe it was, about yeah. probably about police shootings. Um, a, a black woman walked up to a row of riot-geared policemen with a tray of, I don't know, meats and drinks. To, right. And they reacted with fear and like were drawing weapons. And there's an iconic image of like it's a woman the, in a flowing dress. Thing. That's, that's where the flower power... Uh, thing came from. They had all I'm the soldiers. About really recently. Oh right, As in, like recently. a year, like this oh, year. Okay. Um, there, about, there like was the seventies one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, but yeah, this was the modern day equivalent of that. Yeah, which was a woman in a flowing dress with a tray of drinks, mm. like with policemen freaking out. Yeah, because again, hindsight makes everything. It gives everything a different context. Yeah. If you're in riot gear, watching people throwing riots, especially when pe- you're being shot at in pro- uh, protests all over the place and it ran and played there was like several policemen getting shot by snipers in the streets at some yeah. point if somebody walks up to you with like a device that you need and you're like stop I'm like no I want to give you a drink <laughs> <laughs> and they're like no stop otherwise we're going to have to react yeah like and then they don't stop like mm. you, regardless of whether they've got a tray of drinks or not yeah you, in that situation you have to obey the people who are fearing for their lives. Like, they're there to protect you by sacrificing their own life, essentially. And they're like, I just want to give you some iced tea. Look at these evil bastards. <laughs> no, just chill the fuck out. And because of that, Pepsi, um, the people have associated that with Pepsi, which is uh, someone going up to a policeman and giving him a Pepsi and him drinking it, to being race hate. Yeah. Which is like, calm the fuck down. This is social justice yeah. in a nutshell, which is like, dude, put some context into your explanation, yeah. please. It's just an overreaction, isn't it? I, li- I just yeah. like the idea of like huge police force, huge force of, uh, of, of civil rights activists, and then one guy walking down the middle with a tray being like, popcorn, get your protest popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> we sell it here, we sell it in space. <laughs> Sales are bad in space, but they're excellent down here. <laughs> well, can I, I get f- the salted or the, maybe a bit of the sweet? <laughs> can I have some of the astral plane? <laughs> guy selling popcorn floating in space going, I knew I shouldn't have taken that job. <laughs> they said the view was great. It looks shit. <laughs> Flat as fuck. <laughs> Look at this. He says, he tells me to look at this. I look at this. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what accent that was in no. the end. <laughs> it started going Eastern European. But there you go. Uh, time for another The World is a Terrible Place, brought to you by Nick. Um, Ernest and Heather Franklin were charged with secondary degree murder and arson and tampering with physical evidence. 
Now, a prosecutor says a New York couple decided to kill their adopted son and cover up the crime with a house fire after watching the movie Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> Apparently, they saw this film in which their son dies in a house fire. Right. Two hours later, they killed their son in a house fire. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout this article, they're like complimenting the film. Like, it's Oscar nominated. Right. It's won Oscars. Casey Affleck was in it. Yeah. It's like, stop trying to sell me the, the film. Of the reality <laughs> of this of this horrific situation. Yeah, I mean, like they killed him first, and then he then they burnt the house down. So I guess it's not that similar. Because I mean, that scene with Casey Affleck, like he did it so well. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> what did they do in court? Object? Yeah, <laughs> sustained. I want to know how this feels. This how it flows out. I mean, is there what other kind of storylines are running in parallel with this? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, um, like, yeah, when the Challenger spaceship blew up and everyone, and everyone's like, this is very similar to like Apollo thirteen, that one with uh, Tom Hanks. It's a wonderful performance in that film. Three people have lost their lives, of course. But, people uh, grieving, protests but, being cancelled in space. Yeah, but you know, Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, the movie also garnered a Best Original Screenplay Oscar for writer director Kenneth Lonergan. Okay, it's like, well, it wasn't that original because. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, maybe that was the original one, yeah. and then yeah, the murdering of this kid. Maybe that wasn't original. I mean, they're not going to win an Oscar for that. If you if you made a film and it was like based on a true story, and technically nobody's written that story, it's kind of like based on something that happened. Do you have to credit the murderers <laughs> with like <laughs> it's like authors of the original story? Because technically, thank kind you, of Mr. Ripper. You gave us a great idea for Just a film. Wheel him onto the Oscar stage in a cage. With... <laughs> Well, if you don't, if you don't like credit the murderers, you must credit the victims, which is worse, right? Thanks yeah, for being murdered. You. <laughs> <laughs> You've given us a great idea for this film. <laughs> and then, if you can't credit them, you have to credit the family bereaving. Fa- Thanks for you know not taking proper care of your family and yeah. letting them walk the streets at night and getting murdered. <laughs> Without you, we couldn't have won best original screenplay. Yeah, yeah, that's really done a good thing for our careers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, loads of kids have died because of our film. How many kids died because of your lack of parenting? Yeah. Apart from one, obviously. I mean. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hear about the Beckhams? What about them? They've been out the papers for too long. Oh, no. So now they've trademarked their daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird existence. <laughs> Does she have to carry around a little TM symbol next to her head? <laughs> so every time they read her name out in class, she gets like five bucks. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, apparently they, they trademarked her, I guess as a potential product. Mm. As in, So I, I don't know whether they stated this, but the article said... Um, uh, the former Spice Girl turned fashion entrepreneur registered Harper's name, the daughter, with intellectual property authorities in Britain and Europe. It means she can use it in any commercial product, like uh, deodorant. Right. I'd love... Would you love a five-year-old deodorant? <laughs> Why would you want to trademark a five-year-old's name for deodorant? <laughs> Do you want to smell like a five-year-old? Yeah. Eau de Play-Doh. Eau <laughs> to... Still slobs a bit. <laughs> And yeah, potentially becoming un- uh, like a reforming the Spice Girls. Like they did it with S Club Seven, didn't they? Like S Club Seven, S Club Seven Juniors. Yeah, but none of them need to make any money. I don't think I mean, Jerry Halliwell's the only one that's possibly a bit down and out. Really? 
Well, like the others, like does Baby Mel Spice... B presents on TV. Baby Spice has got a radio show. Is Mel it? C's still singing. Victoria Beckham's a fucking gazillionaire. Yeah. Like, I I don't see why they'd reform. Apart from yeah. you know to to make to more terrible music. <laughs> she wants to make love to your babies. That's fucking weird. She's <laughs> trademark. <laughs> Could you be any more fucking like I don't know plastic. Like, <laughs> like, like they're a plastic couple who mm. are like in the celebrity limelight. So, yeah. like, for Victoria's famous for being thin and not singing very much. Yeah, yeah. And I think she did fashion. Yeah, yeah. David Beckham, I'm going to play some football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play football in France for a bit. Yeah. Play football in America for a bit. I'm just going to play football every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, we've got a kid. Well, we've got to make money off her one day. Yeah. So let's brand her. So they, t- but they, t- how did, they- what did they trademark about her? They just trademarked her name. What's her name? Harper Beckham, I think. Harper, Harper Beckham. Beckham. That's a stupid name. <laughs> Who's the CEO of your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> That's her brother. Board of Directors. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah. TM. Change your uh, fucking daughter's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being run by a five-year-old. Like, it's intellectual property, so they own her daughter's name. Which sounds intense, yeah. but it's probably true. Like, a four-year-old doesn't own their own name. Yeah. They can't change it. I guess you only have the... Well, it's it's full naming, isn't it? Like, cause, so if, you, if I was going to, for some reason, make some line of cologne called yeah. Steve Milligan, <laughs> why you'd wear it, I don't know. But, like, then, yeah, I suppose you trademark, it's, you trademark it as a brand. But how old is she? Five. Five. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's nothing about her world that that I want to, to know smell about. Like. Or that I want to smell <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Well, it just seems weird. It seems weird that it was... Because this type of information has to have been dug out, right? Or given to them. Yeah. Like, it's not like you get a Facebook notification... Unless they're following the five-year-old on Facebook and suddenly her name went from Harper Beckham to Harper Beckham TM. <laughs> like you'd be like I wonder what's going on with this five year old yeah let's dig into her life and see what's going on which yeah. is a bit seedy and it's also a bit seedy for the Beckhams to be like by the way we trademarked our child I don't know if you've done it yet but it's, like the thing is it's, it's weird anyway because it's uh, I don't know are they worried that someone else is going to have a child called Harper Beckham and they're going to start making cosmetics maybe yeah cosmetics maybe film career sitting career something like that right it just seems weird. I don't yeah. know why. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's two Stephen... Um, who was the guy in The Great Escape, the American? Steve McQueen. There's two Steve McQueen yeah, in the, the film The Irish industry. director and the yeah. one that's dead. Yeah. The there's two of them. And admittedly, when I heard that Steve McQueen came out directing a new film, I was like, seems weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was, that was the same. Like, I was oh, like, no, there's two well, Steve McQueen. Well, he's dead, isn't he? <laughs> he's dead and he's... He's white. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, it took me a long time to process that two people could have the same name. <laughs> Apart from Nick Snip. Oh, you, you the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the original. The <laughs> trademark it. Quick. I, think, <laughs> I think there was one other person who made an account of Nick Snip for a joke who didn't know who I was. So it's nice to know. Great joke. Identity <laughs> <laughs> theft. Guy's a comic genius. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got loads of like Steve Milligan's like an MP somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, Twitter. if you search Steve Milligan, he comes up with some really like some guy boring, interviewed in the House of Parliament or something. <laughs> yeah, 
So I guess, yeah, trademark yourself if you want to be... For, for better search engine optimization. If I trademark, trademark myself yourself. now, can I sue him? Sure you can. For, for, for trademark <laughs> infringement. It would probably have to be something like after the fact. Like if there was like something... you were trademarked from this time. You yeah. can't like call... But you then can't... if he's still an MP, if he's still an active MP... You can't make you hit trademark the name Adolf Hitler... And, and then, then sue, sue Adolf the Hitler. Nazi path. No, but then if I trademark it now and he did something fucked up in the House of Commons that I wasn't happy with, I could I could sue him for giving Steve Milligan a bad name. He I let could. you use the name, okay? <laughs> and I now let you use my name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you're 55, but I still let you yeah. do it. <laughs> um, everyone loves a cheeseburger, don't they? That's right, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. kids love McDonald's. Yeah. Everybody knows that. It's always kind of been a, a bit of a crack for them. Yep. Um, this eight-year-old took his four-year-old sister for a ride in his dad's van when he wanted a cheeseburger from McDonald's. So he drove a van to McDonald's <laughs> um, for a mile. Uh, police officer Jacob Kohler. Um, <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Um, informed us that uh, his parents went to, his, his dad went to bed and his mum fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> so the kid just took the car. <laughs> uh, Cola says witnesses saw the boy driving and called police in the city. Um, he drove about a mile to the restaurant through intersections over railroad tracks without mishaps. Um, witnesses say the boy appeared to obey traffic laws. Cola said the boy told him he learned to drive by watching YouTube videos. No charges have been filed. That's that's great. Give it like give him a medal. Like, do you know how many like thirty year olds are failing their driving test? Yeah, so eight year old watched YouTube for a bit. Yeah, oh, I can do that. Like fucking Matrix. <laughs> no charges have been filed. Policeman's like, oh, you watch YouTube? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I did, I did the ice bucket challenge. I know about YouTube. Yeah, yeah you can drive what you want, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing about kidnapping a daughter. Nothing about filing charges to the parents for letting your child grand theft auto his way to McDonald's. <laughs> no, kids will be kids. Did he get the Mackies? He must have, yeah. He got there. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Pulling up the drive. <laughs> <laughs> like a 16 wheeler lorry. <laughs> <laughs> Want a happy meal? <laughs> <laughs> want a milkshake? I don't want cheese. <laughs> this is the wrong toy. Off it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kids. It wasn't a sixteen-wheeler van, but like, I like the modesty of it, though. If he's just going to, I, 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 I like the, a burger. Yeah, but like, no, but he just. He doesn't. He doesn't go the extra mile. He doesn't push his luck. He drives to McDonald's. He orders one Happy Meal, <laughs> and then he's off again. Like he's not like trying to buy the store. He's not like emptying it out. I just want to get on with my day. Yeah. I don't... I'll I've have got a small coffee coke. cold. <laughs> Diet. <laughs> got to watch your health these days. <laughs> what is it, officer? <laughs> Kid, what are you doing? Excuse me, I've got a lady in the car. Yeah. Can you please lower your we tone? We heard this up, I've got a swimming lesson at two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've got a Lego cl- a Lego castle down at the down at the classroom, right? And uh, Timmy's being a right fuck about it. I know he's going to steal it, so I need yeah, to get out. I know, I'm sorry. I know these are my problems. I'm taking them out on you, and I'm sorry, but... <laughs> it's a lot of pressure on me at the moment, okay? I've got to swim 25 metres. 
I mean, I get a certificate, which is what you're in it for, really. But... Was it worth, really? Mm. I mean, is it worth less than stock? Yeah. <laughs> Five pounds a week this cost me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm all over the place at the minute. <laughs> what, what appears to be the problem? When I'm in a car, I'm a different person. I haven't had my coffee yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> Step out of the car, just undoes the belt on his baby seat. And... <laughs> with road rage. Just... <laughs> Everyone screams at cars, but imagine getting hassled by an eight-year-old <laughs> behind you. This fucking guy won't give me any distance. But if... <laughs> He's stuck his pacifier in his mouth smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Took him 20 minutes to get out of the drive because he kept getting distracted by the keys rattling. <laughs> officer was just so chill about the whole thing write him a ticket do you have a license nope are you old enough to drive nope are you drunk i haven't got full brain activity yet where are your parents sleeping all right on your way can i see your license he brings up a youtube video brings up teletubbies oh sorry i was watching that next let's go back Yeah, say what you want about police officers in Cleveland, but yeah. <laughs> they're pretty chill. Like, Cleveland. yeah, apparently yeah. they're killing kids, they're killing people in the street, but they're also, they're not, well, you know, when like, people get caught doing crimes, like, haven't you got some real crimes to solve? <laughs> well, this guy, he is letting things go. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't kill anybody yet. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to preemptively arrest a toddler. No. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> driving around in a van. <laughs> With other toddlers in the car. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> it just says, it says a lot if you can get even down the street as an eight-year-old in a car <laughs> and nobody notices because everybody else is so fucking terrible. Well, no, people noticed to bring the police. The no, police but they, came and were like, eh, They noticed he was a child, terrible. but they didn't yeah. notice because of his driving. There's a really good eight-year-old driver on the street. <laughs> like, I I did go-karts a lot. I was still pretty shit when I got in a car. <laughs> Benefit of video games and YouTube. We didn't have YouTube growing up. Yeah. You could learn how to do anything. Get out of parking tickets, get out of driving illegally. <laughs> been playing Forza, I can drive a Porsche, I can drive this. <laughs> That's probably what he was doing, like... A, he probably just YouTubed how to get out of being arrested <laughs> as the copper cop was pulling up. Be an eight-year-old. <laughs> just play up the fact that you're eight. Yeah. I'm eight. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? I mean, who would have thought I could drive? <laughs> so happy I, meal. <laughs> I just wanted a happy meal. <laughs> no cheese. Uh, me too, kid. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> On your way. It's just ascending him on his way. <laughs> did they? Did they? Well, they just let him go. No charges have been filed. Oh, right. <laughs> like they didn't. Well, they there's so st- many crimes being committed, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like ah, he's eight. He's probably white. Go on. 
Right, I understand not charging the kid, but you've got to charge the parents, right? You've got to, like, not let the kid drive away. Yeah. If the kid's eight years old and you're both just asleep in the middle of the day, at a point in the kid's life where you're not allowed to leave him unsupervised alone, yeah. like, at home, that counts. Like, you, you, you should be charged with neglect. Yeah, right. Put him in a position where it's he can gr- kill. It's great that he was a good driver. It's really great, but... What if he wasn't? What if he was eight years old, looked like a Muslim, driving <laughs> near the Houses of Parliament <laughs> with a sword? <laughs> that wouldn't, wouldn't happen out here, I can tell you that. <laughs> There's been a few of them now, isn't there? There was one in Stockholm or something, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, Stockholm. And then there was an explosion on a train in Russia. Yeah, which is... Feels more ballsy than yeah. uh, than than bombing us. Yeah, the <laughs> if thing you is, bomb us, like we'll catch you, but we'll detain you. Is what it feels like. <laughs> if you bomb America, they'll probably just blow the shit out of a load of innocent people. Yeah, that we've kind of gotten used to that. Like if you attack Russia, it feels like you'll just disappear. Yeah, and you won't actually disappear. <laughs> you'll just be living forever in pain. Yeah, guess <laughs> like, what it feels like. But the thing is, like the 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 thing about the Russian one is that. It doesn't matter what happens to Russia now. I don't feel like anyone's got the balls to attack them. And when they do get attacked, I always feel like it, it's an inside job. Like, <laughs> Russia have done it themselves, so they can justify throwing bombs at whoever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. That's what it always... I don't... I've obviously no idea if that's the truth, <laughs> yeah. but I think Russia have got their air about them. <laughs> yeah, there was something about they use that attack to justify attacking someone yeah something to do with syria they're not happy that america bombed syria yeah. syria's like everyone keeps on saying there was a chemical attack but there wasn't yeah and everyone's like shut up there was a chemical attack <laughs> <laughs> here's all the healthy people still alive no 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 we'll try telling you yeah meanwhile bombs are being dropped yeah yeah but america blew up an airfield or something wasn't it something was it something 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 yeah, and then America's display of power by dropping a, a miniature nuclear device. Yeah. And when I say miniature, I think it is something like 10% as powerful as a nuclear warhead. Yeah, yeah. But it's still the biggest warhead that's been yeah. dropped since. It's all nuts. Like, the the more I kind of read into and get told about, like, the outside world and the big politics and everything that are going on, the more I just want to live in isolation and just be like, just, here's me and my family. And... In this cave. We'll yeah. be safe. And, yeah. <laughs> Then they didn't start bombing the caves. All right. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. I saw. Just... Um. Uh. I was. I was thinking about this before. Um. I was watching something about people re- rebelling in the sixties in in America or something. But the whole protesting and rebelling thing seems quite strange to me because I've never. Re- I've never. I have when I was very young. But by, by the time I was 18, I was no longer rebelling against authority. I never had a rebellious stage, I don't think. I did. Th- I, I, I definitely fought authority. I never had a reason to. I'd be like, can I do this? My parents were just like, sure. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. All right. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> no, I had, I had very strict parents, but I just defeated them. This <laughs> whole <laughs> fighting the power. Is is the is the belief that there there is still power being held over you against your will, 
And like by the time I was eighteen, I'd rationalised out any idea of the very idea of authority. Yeah, to be like, you can tell me things that you want me to do, but I can just not do them. <laughs> but we'll be yeah. upset. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. With me. <laughs> uh, but but I, I have the freedom of that decision to be like, well, I can like say, um, there, uh, there are parents out there who think that if they tell their children to do something, they are on a bound to do it. Mm. And I have experienced people like that before. And you just go, well, no, there's no mind control when it comes to people. Yeah. Like you can manipulate people subconsciously maybe, but if somebody knows not to trust you, they're not going to trust you. Like everything that you do is going to be questioned. So look at like um, people protesting for. Um, uh, I think the, the I saw a video of liberal, um, a p- liberal rebellion. Yeah, and they went like, "Well, who are you rebelling against?" Because like, there's there's a lot of liberalism everywhere. Mm. So liberals are rebelling at this moment against liberals. Yeah, which is strange. So like, they're not actually rebelling against a specific authority. They're rebelling against the idea of an authority that they've got in their own head, mm. that they want to fight the power over anything, even if it, they're not being oppressed by it. They'll be like, well, I'm not being oppressed by it, but the idea of somebody else being oppressed by it, I want to fight that. It's like, yeah, but it's more complicated than you. It's like, no, but mm. um, no, you shouldn't. Doctors can't tell parents what sex their baby is. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> No, you can't because maybe they're not that sex. Well, the, medically, the, no, you don't know the things that I know. Okay, uh, sex is more than just genitals. It's like, well, there's there's loads of different arguments to come mm-hmm. out of that, but you have to be given a biological gender or sex. Use whatever name you want. Yeah. So people just people. A lot of people who are there, I've been since some examples of university like protests, and I've I've got gotten to the point where it's like you're just kids. Yeah, like there's nothing that can be done. Like if I, I, yeah, I can have an, I can have a debate with you. We can talk through it through. You can send your protest into space if you want. Yeah, um, but you're just, you don't, you're still in a playground right now, mm. and you're trying to make it more of a playground. Yeah, and if your ambition is to extend the playground until the day you die, yeah, then not a lot. Everyone's going to want to play in your playground. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So people, most people who are angry are angry at the myth of authority that they refuse to evolve from. Mm. So that was my interesting, funny thought of the week. Hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, you know, you get in a conversation with somebody and they're angry at something. I used to think they were angry at like a, a, a real something, but they're either angry at their lack of understanding or their... Um, fears, so they're afraid and therefore angry, mm. or they're frustrated because they don't know what they're angry about, yeah. and so they're just being angry at everything else. And I used to think, I used to try and be the guy who was like, well, look, let's talk it through and we'll see what you actually believe and mm. we, we can do something from that. But again, people don't like authority, so if you're trying to help them, that means that you're an authority figure, so you can't help them. Yeah. So then they're angry at you, and it goes around in circles, <laughs> and it's just like, Jesus Christ, sometimes you just gotta, you just got to let the dwarf drown in a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop drinking the milk. No. Well, you need to breathe at some point. No, I don't. All right, just keep <laughs> drinking the milk then. <laughs> uh, 
We went to um, like a, a mini Comic Con thing last weekend. Oh yeah. Um, at the at Staffs Uni, uh, and I've been there since I graduated, and um, I spent ages looking for the looking for the bathroom. Uh, I just couldn't find it, and eventually I found it. And it's bec- I, the reason I couldn't find it is because it, you they, didn't go to Staffs Uni. No, no, I did. I, I did. Oh, did you? I mean, yeah, no, for for my masters. Oh, somebody thought that you went to Stoke. I don't know it's, why. It's in it's in Stoke. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and um, they like they on the on the toilet door. They just had one set of toilets in it. On a, it had a symbol of half man and half woman on it, and underneath it said just toilets, uh, no genders, no stereotypes, no something else. So they just it was essentially just a single facility for everyone to use. Right. It was a um, WC. Huh? It was a WC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and initially, like, I kind of withdrew a bit, so I was just like, it's just, cause it's, it's just not something I'm used to, I guess. Maybe I need to be more accepting or whatever. But on the one hand, you've got all of these smug students going around being like, oh, see, they're listening to us. The look at their minds being open now. Yeah. And on the other hand, the university's just like, we've just saved a fuckload of money because now we just have to make one facility and you smug bastards are all pretending <laughs> it's your idea. <laughs> It's like, well, now we've just got one toilet to look after. So, well, yeah, but it, 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 it's the only reason that that is a reality is because there's the assumption that that is a safe place for genders to mix yeah. while naked. Yeah, essentially, like it, you it, couldn't have that in a psychiatric ward. Yeah, like you'd have to have individual individual toilets for individual people. Yeah. Or, yeah, gender, it's just a bathroom of all stalls, and then you just yeah. wash your hands in the same place. Essentially, yeah, is what it was. And the belief is that that's not sexist. Yeah, it, it removes sex or it removes gender all from everything. And everything. So, and it's it's yeah. So you don't have to. But it doesn't remove all stereotypes because shit still smells bad. Yeah, I said to Vic, it's like oh, that's great. So that's a public toilet that I would never be comfortable shitting in, just because <laughs> I'm not comfortable shitting around women. <laughs> but you should get over yourself. Women exactly, want you to shit around. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. It, it, it's what are you actually angry about in that situation? Mm. Because there is, for some reason, a belief at the moment that women should shit separately to men. Yeah. Because of the belief that well, there are certain gender stereotypes that women don't shit monstrous <laughs> shits. All right. Yeah. Because the assumption is that women don't want men to think that because they women want to project or society wants women to project yeah. a higher level of evolution these are pretty women they're delicate they're, they don't they don't yeah. shit monsters right <laughs> and whereas these are blokes they're scum of the earth yeah they're going to be disgusting so separate the two yeah you go well that's that that's what led to separate toilets that and all the raping and murdering yeah right so <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like I, if if I was, I'm I'm not a I'm not a uh, uh, what's I'm not well, I'm not possessive yeah of people. Um, but I was in the Czech Republic doing a um, a play for a festival, and uh, there was a guy who kept on going into the ladies' toilets intentionally because he was a creep. Right, and I was part of I led the charge on removing him from the premises, <laughs> not because I'm a gentleman. Yeah, but because I'm a modest gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because, like, you go, well, no, this, this 
that because it has been assigned only for ladies for sexist reasons or whatever, yeah. women have felt safe from men within these domiciles yeah. or whatever. So therefore, you shouldn't break into them. Yeah, we've all agreed to these rules regardless of whether you agree with them or not. So now we have to deal with you. Yeah. I mean, if nine Kevlar-clad men with machetes walked into a gent's toilet, I'd have yeah. no problem with it. But if they walked into a mixed toilet after a lady walked in, yeah. I would feel that something was That'd amiss. That'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd find that weird regardless. You'd find it more, you'd be more worried. You wouldn't I, be worried if nine, if they went into the gents, they'd be like, well, they're going to have fun. <laughs> or, <laughs> be a bit worried if the, I was the, the only inside, other guy in there. Yeah, inside there, you'd be like, good luck. <laughs> like, you, you should have trained every day your entire life for this moment. Yeah. <laughs> but from the like outside... <laughs> I've been eating Oreo cookies my whole life, purely <laughs> for this moment. Um, the, if you were from the outside and you saw people going in, you'd be like, oh, maybe they're redecorating a newer shade of red. <laughs> or, but if you saw a four-year-old or an eight-year-old an eight <laughs> park up a truck, <laughs> get into a club, get through the bouncer and go in the toilet, followed by a, a, a squad, like a rugby team, you'd be like... That's, that's still not terrible, but yeah. to, for a rugby team to follow in a four-year-old girl, you'd be like, eh, maybe that shouldn't be accepted. Yeah. So the assumption is at the university that there are no rugby university teams or something, but it's a safe space for that to occur. And it's just the, I guess it's the, it's the having the, not being so arrogant to think that because you do it in your university, you should do it in prisons or you should do it in offices or you should yeah. do it in pubs or you know pr um, courts or whatever it's like well it's a different context the people yeah. who've come to university have been vetted yeah like and you know I mean, our, it's our an open communication is, place yeah our bathroom at work is co-ed yeah like just because it's a tiny tiny office and there's room for one toilet and that's yeah. it uh, and i'd say it was the same with the last place i worked there was no men's or women's or anything like that i think the thing that got to me was the fact was it was just the signage it was just like well, it's it's just a wc if it's a shared bathroom that's fine but you don't have to use it as to, to project a political agenda <laughs> just just go for a shit yeah. just have a picture of a shit <laughs> people will get it yeah, i think i know what this room's for as it stands i spent 20 minutes looking for a toilet <laughs> because you put some half man half woman hybrid on the door and i didn't instantly recognize this as a place where i would feel safe <laughs> so yeah it's just it's just uh, people who are angry tend to be angry at mythology yeah more than and their refusal to overcome those fears or those feeling of oppression mm. all you have to do to overcome it is think about it and put some energy into yourself i mean i did all this when i was like 16 to 18 i've done nothing of self-improvement since but <laughs> i'm clinging to that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just again people who are angry they're not they don't know what they're angry about they're just mm. they're fighting against something else so just think about what you're angry about you could be more angry then well, put your put more energy into more destruction if you wanted to. Yeah, don't just dilly dally around having arguments that you don't believe in, please. That's my whole thing. <laughs> I had a uh, <laughs> I had a fun Tinder experience recently. Not oh, fun right. in the usual way. Fun in the uh, um. So you get a miss. You get a notification when you get a message from Tinder. Tinder um, likes you to know when people are trying to talk to you because they're assuming that you really, really want someone to talk to you. But I don't check my phone that often. 
So, like, I got the first notification on my screen was, um, Tina has sent you a message. Like, oh, Tina's talking to me. What's going on? And the next notification down, nine minutes later, nine minutes ago, Tina sent you a message. Oh, she's talking to this one. What does she want to say? Um, Then there was a gap of five minutes. And then there was, like, four minutes ago, Tina sent you a message. (laughs) Tina's sending you another message. Oh, there's more messages from Tina. Tina, Tina, Tina. What's Tina talking about? (laughs) Just stopped and then just like a long list of Tina's been sending you so much shit. (laughs) (laughs) Tina's getting more and more crazy. And then if you don't, if the person who you've matched with deletes you, you don't see the messages. Oh, so like you open up the app. There's no message from Tina. <laughs> so she just like t- over the course of ten minutes, she went from like I'll have a go chatting to this guy. How's it going? How's it going? Nice. Um, yeah, not replying. Ignoring me, are you? Ignoring me? Okay, yeah. With a face like that, you're ignoring me. Why don't you shave? <laughs> All this imaginary argument that I have in my head of this just unleash of insecurity and hate. <laughs> and then just uh, fuck this, I'm out and <laughs> deletes. Oh, I guess Tina I guess Tina thought twice. It's <laughs> a bit shit that you could just send whatever you like to someone and then if you decide to leave then they don't get to read it it's like that should be out in the world you shouldn't have a choice that is how the world works though if you stand outside someone's window screaming Mm. and then you're not there yeah (laughs) (laughs) I suppose no one's like oh someone's at your window last night what did they say well let me get out my my diary (laughs) I hired a transcriber to stand outside my house for just these occasions (laughs) (laughs) He's got strict instructions that anybody holding a boombox above their head is shot in the face. (laughs) He doesn't do cliches. (laughs) You're not John Cusack, whatever the fuck the (laughs) car was. Yeah. So yeah, Tinder's a lovely place. Yeah, that was was way after my dating life ended. (laughs) Like, way after. Yeah, well, you'd only just, like, got on the quill and ink together, hadn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think we'd... Um, Carry a pigeon. Yeah, we'd, we'd just gotten over the sending things by livestock. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, yeah, your camel's here. <laughs> it's got something carved into the hump. <laughs> oh, camelgram. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> trailed across, like, seven years of Israeli deserts in order to get it to you. <laughs> to reject you. We've got a dear John via Camelgram. (laughs) Just says, what's for dinner? (laughs) Don't even know who sent it. No. (laughs) Camel's written it himself. (laughs) Give me a fucking meal, all right? (laughs) I've been for miles. (laughs) They say we don't like to drink, but we like to drink. (laughs) Bring me out for a drink. Yeah. Spit in your face, camels and emus and stuff. Spit at people for higher rock. Yeah, yeah. When I was dating, it was still bars and talk to people, which was yeah. awkward. At university as well. It's just like such a big thing of everybody just wants somebody because they're terif- they're terrified of and new experiences or something. And then like you finish uni and it's just like it's actually not. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, my first week of uni, someone broke into my room and watched me sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, all right, like, please leave. 
But yeah, they were trying to get. Um, so we all went out for freshers drinks on like the first night, and uh, I think her line to the group was, "How many beers do I need to buy somebody to sleep with me?" It's <laughs> a great like, start. I'll have a J two O, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to go to sleep, and uh, even yeah, I had a girlfriend at the time, and she knew I had a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And she just broke into my room, and I'm a heavy sleeper. I just woke up to her leering over me. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey." I'm not going to use her real name. Yeah, hey, Joan. <laughs> <laughs> Can you leave, please? <laughs> and she left and I barricaded the door of the cupboard. <laughs> so I wanted to sleep. That's good. <laughs> uh, I'm bar- I, I, I've only barricaded the door of the cupboard once. <laughs> was, <laughs> we stayed at a hotel in Birmingham. We were, like, went up there for like the Christmas markets. And I booked the hotel because I'm a genius. <laughs> um, and um, we booked a hotel that was half built. <laughs> uh, like it was, it wasn't finished. Um, and there was like there were still workmen in there at God knows what hour at night and everything like that. Uh, and we went up to the room like when we first got there, at, like two o'clock in the afternoon. It was like, oh, there's a a bed ish, there's a cupboard, and there's a window with no curtains and just like view out onto the street. And we just went down. It was just like, is there any chance we're going to be out for the rest of the day? I've agreed to pay you full price for this shitty um could you just put something in front of the window so we can get dressed and whatnot because there's no like bathroom or anything or like anything it's just a room they were just like yeah yeah no problem so we got back at like 11 o'clock we'd been to primark to buy pillows (laughs) (laughs) and we got into the room and there was still no curtains and it was just one guy at the front desk and the front desk was like one of those tables you have in primary school and a little plastic chair and a guy on a laptop. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we went and asked him, just like, hey, we, it's been like eight hours. Do you think someone could just put something up in front of the window, like curtains or something? And they were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll send someone up. So we were sitting there for about another half an hour and then this knock at the door. And we opened the door and there's this kid that came in with like... <laughs> kid, <laughs> cigarette in his mouth, coffee getting cold truck in the car. The kid was like 14. And he came in with just like a sheet of material, a bit of string and a knife. <laughs> and some, he pulled some screws out of his pocket, screwed them into the wall with a knife, <laughs> and then draped this thing over. He was just like, all right, thanks, bye. I was like, all right, this is fucking weird. But we like we'd hung the thing over and then he left. And then we just like just couldn't sleep because there's like fucking drills a and kid with a knife. People and, walking like, around, he could pick yeah, up people just walking around. And then it got to like two. It, it was about half two in the morning, and there was just this really quiet knock on the door. It was like, like that's fucking weird. <laughs> like so we just like because we were just watching stuff on our phones in bed because it's like there's no TV and there's, there's no. Can't anything. watch it on a joint device. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just this really soft knock, and it went again. It's just like. Uh, she's like Vix just wasn't going to sleep at all and so it was just like just move everything in front of the door because it's just like it, it sounded like someone was testing to see if we were awake <laughs> <laughs> and then if we weren't they were just going to come in and take the stuff or whatever yeah, it was, yeah it, was, curtains. it was fucked up and I, like for years the only thing I've regretted is not leaving a bad review on TripAdvisor <laughs> <laughs> We've been there many years since. <laughs> Each time it's terrible. Yeah. No, it's fucked up. 
You get like a sense for those. You get like a sixth sense for those bad situations. Like another. Tinder I stayed si- in hostels and they were great, but this hotel yeah. was just fucked up. Well, it's just the weirdness of just one. You get the feeling that it's a front for something. Yeah. It's like there's just a guy here. And they never intended on having guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had another Tinder experience in Manchester once, um, where I went to go um, visit a girl in an apartment, and as I pulled up, like there were people hidden in the corridors, like in wait. like like there was a car outside running with somebody in the car watching the doorway and watching cars coming up and down and there's people like i'm not even kidding hidden behind pot plants (laughs) (laughs) it's just like just like waiting but like keeping an eye on the door and stuff like that and i was just like i'm not gonna I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure I'm suave enough to completely <laughs> kill everyone in the room. But I was like, mm, no. Yeah. But the bad thing is, I ended up getting a parking ticket with my decisiveness. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there so long being like, I've been single for a while. She could be real. She could be completely unrelated to all these people. But <laughs> they know I've got a phone. They know that I've driven here because I told the, on the Tinder that I would, I'd be over in a bit. Yeah. I'll drive. Is there a car park nearby? So they know I've got a car. They know I've got a phone. So she could be in on it. It could be a whole big scam. And it was just a bit like, uh, no, I'm not going to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> My only regret is I didn't do it and then leave. A bad trip advisor. <laughs> this woman, she gets a gang of men to rob you. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad rating. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, ended up, I drove into a, an unofficial car park, apparently, or a private car park that fined me because I drove in, waited for five minutes, and then drove out. Yeah. Um, which apparently became illegal after I paid. I was like, I'll just pay it, leave me alone. And then it turned out there was a big scam of people doing it all the time. What, just mugging people? Yeah, like these unofficial car parks and the way that they were taking their Oh, things. right, the car parks, yeah. right, yeah. So, yeah, bachelorhood can have many different forms. I mean, <laughs> yep. people have seen How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Not a lot of times sitting in illegal car parks. No. <laughs> Watching your death. <laughs> <laughs> and still arguing it over in your head, like, could, you know, I'd probably be fine. Uh, it's been a while since my last day. <laughs> I mean, she's ginger. I haven't ticked that box. <laughs> Seeing I, the potential of being stabbed and still being like, well, it wouldn't be the worst day I've ever been I'll on. Get some sympathy, sex. <laughs> Hopefully from her. Yeah. <laughs> Not from the people stabbing me. <laughs> no, he's been stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rape him to make him feel better. <laughs> For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod for anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature. Or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at PullingTeeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.